Welcome to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers podcast. While we are unable to get together as often as we like in this season, we're using this podcast to reflect and apply some of our daily Bible readings. You can always find our readings and prayers guide at www.newcitycincy.org forward slash readings dash prayers. Today is March 25th, 2020. And our scripture readings today are Psalm 133, Genesis 50, 15 through 26. We're wrapping up the book of Genesis today. Our New Testament reading is 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11. And our gospel reading is Mark 8, 11 through 26. My name is Abby Murish, and I'm on staff at New City. As we begin our time together, let's pray. Father, we pray that you will incline our hearts to you and not to prideful gain or any false motive. We ask that you will open our eyes to behold wonderful things in your word. We beseech you to unite our hearts to fear your name. And we pray that you will satisfy us with your steadfast love. Amen. Today, during our time together, I want to take a closer look at those final verses of Genesis, which chronicle two scenes from the end of Joseph's life. As we look at those scenes, Joseph's life teaches us two things that I think are really relevant for this season we're in. First, Joseph teaches us to ask an important question. If you've been following our readings and prayers, you know that Jacob, the father of Joseph and his 11 brothers, has just died. The whole family is living in Egypt, where Joseph is a government official. And his brothers, who had betrayed him years before, now feared that with their father dead, Joseph will exact revenge. And honestly, his brothers have reason to be afraid. They had sold him into slavery years before, and not only had Joseph lived as a slave, but he had been falsely accused and imprisoned during his time in Egypt also. Even after he found favor in the eyes of Pharaoh and led the Egyptians to agricultural and economic success, Joseph remained separated from his people, his family, and lived as an exile in a foreign land because of his brother's actions. His brothers feared that Joseph would harm them with their father dead, and out of a sense of self-protection, they begged for forgiveness and offered themselves to Joseph as slaves. And Joseph replied to their offer with a simple question. He said, Do not be afraid. Am I in the place of God? Friends, in so many ways, I want to be God right now. I want to be all-knowing, self-sufficient, I want people to do what I think needs to happen. I want the power to keep those I love from harm. And this desire to be God in my heart results in anxiety, frustration, anger, pride, fear, impatience, and so much more. Reflecting on this passage, Tim Keller says that putting ourselves in the place of God is at the heart of almost all of our problems. And that is true in my life. Joseph, however, knew that he was not in the place of God, and he rested in that truth. And because he knew that he was not in the place of God, he was able to say to his brothers, You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Brothers and sisters, because we are not in the place of God, we can move forward with confidence in this season 
which is so overwhelming, knowing that the God who is at work in Joseph's life and world is the same God at work in our lives and our world, and we can trust that he is accomplishing his purposes right now in this season, even as we are full of fear and wondering what's to come. As we look to the final scene of Genesis, we see that Joseph teaches us how to live hope-shaped lives. If you haven't read Joseph's narrative in full in Genesis, I'd encourage you to do that and highlight every time the words God and the Lord are mentioned. The author of Genesis wants us to see the constant presence of God in Joseph's life and Joseph's hope in God. And in this last scene, we see that Joseph dies the way he lives, confident in God and his promises. If we go all the way back to Genesis 12, we see that the family of Abraham, Joseph's great-grandfather, was promised a land of their own to live as God's people. And as Joseph dies, that promise has not been fulfilled As Genesis ends, Joseph knows he will die in Egypt. And as he prepares to die, he says, I am about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of the land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph then tells his people that when they leave Egypt, they are to take his bones to the promised land. You know, a lot of stories of Joseph in kids' Bibles or sermons end with his reunion with his family. But I think it is this final scene of Joseph's life that can help us make sense of his whole story. How you and I live today is profoundly shaped by what we believe will happen in the future. Joseph believed that God would fulfill his promise to Abraham to gather people for himself in a new land. And Joseph lived his life in light of that hope. Joseph's life was filled with pain, with loss, with suffering. The story of Joseph does not soothe our fears with hallmark card cliches, but his life was shaped by hope in God's promises. And in these days, I pray that that same hope in our resurrected Lord will define our lives as well. You know, we want this podcast to create discussion and help you connect with community. So pick up the phone, call a friend, chat with your spouse, text someone, And here's a question to get those conversations started. What is shaping your beliefs about what will happen in the future? Is it your fears and anxieties, the worst case scenarios, the news? Or is it a confidence that God will fulfill his purposes and promises and have the final word over brokenness, sickness, and death in our world and usher in a new creation where he is king? As we close today, I want to read a passage from Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me. The pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish. Then I called on the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. 
If you think this podcast would be helpful to friends and family, please share with them and encourage them to subscribe. Find more resources for encouragement and comfort in these days by following us on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or on Facebook at New City Cincy. May the peace of God and the hope of our resurrected Lord give you comfort today. Thanks for listening.